What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax in knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, you get 15% off UPS shipping services and 15% off all shipping supplies. Plus, Staples is open seven days a week. So you can ship around your schedule this holiday. And still get everything out in time while spending less. Staples, there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Exclusions apply. In-store only. See associate for details. Ends 1229-18. Ladies, what's shaking? Fellas, what's popping? It's your boy Flaw 700. Welcome back to the block. Fresh off the highly questionable, debatable Fathers Raising Daughters Part 2. I'm back with another episode. This time I got a special guest with me, all the way from Dallas, Texas. Am I correct? Well, from Oklahoma City, but I live in Dallas, so it's my second home. (laughs) <laughs> Rep your hood. I have Kim from Sit With Us Podcast and Charm School on the line with me. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good morning. <laughs> well, it's early here for me, but yeah, I'm excited to be on. How yeah, are you? We're like an hour. Um, it's like an hour difference. I'm doing great, by the way. I appreciate you um, giving me the time, you know, because it's just like you. 
I have goals and dreams and podcasts in his mind and podcasts in his one of yours, I think. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> um, your, the name of your podcast is Sit With Us, correct? Yes. So um, I, I co-host a podcast called Sit With Us with my best friend, Tia. Um, we've been doing it for the last couple years. Um, we are on iTunes, Acast, all those good good uh, platforms. But um, we started this uh, show with the expectation that we'd create a space for women to come together and talk about you know different political and social issues. Um, all of a sudden, we realized we were gaining a male audience as well. So we all just kind of come together and just talk about different current events and drink wine and have fun. Nice. You did it. You said a couple of years. How long? When did you guys start? Oh, my gosh. We started like about two years ago. Okay. But we we just it was more like a hobby. Like we would just get together, do it. It wasn't really consistent. Um, it was really in these last couple of months when we noticed, oh, people are really subscribing and listening. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go ahead and take this serious. So this year we're, we're trying to step it up a bit. How many episodes are you guys on? Two years? Have you reached the hundred or are you just not counting? No, no, no. We are close. We, I believe are, we're in the 70s right now. Okay. Tia is so much better with keeping track of that. <laughs> Terrible, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, we're, we're definitely close. Yeah, so ladies, fellas, man, make sure y'all subscribe to them on iTunes and check them out and, you know, sit with them. Yeah, drink, ladies, drink yeah. with us. Drink, drink, whatever. <laughs> I was going to say, ladies, have some wine, fellas. Um, you might want a little something stronger, but if you Oh, they can't have wine, a cocktail? They can't have a cocktail? They can't have a cocktail? They can have whatever they want. I'm just saying. What are you going to have? (gasps) Really? It's good for your heart. It is. Yeah, like red wine is good for you. Have a glass. I think I did hear that. I think I did hear that. So I ain't Mm -hmm. even tripping. Red wine, it is. (laughs) Now, I I seen you branched off to the um, charm school. You want to talk a little bit about charm school? Yeah, absolutely. So once I moved to Dallas, I connected um, with one of my friends um, from Oklahoma, and we had always been talking about recording um, YouTube videos, mainly to kind of boost and support her makeup brand. And so I was like, all right, cool, let's do a beauty show called The Charm School Show, which um, kind of evolved into a dating, lifestyle, um, health um, platform. So uh, we talk about those different things. We also have different guests on who come and uh, speak about, you know, health issues. We had a, a personal trainer come on and try to get us fit for the summer. I didn't quite get there. Haven't quite hit that goal. <laughs> but, you know, it was dope for him to come out. Um, today we actually are recording with a sex therapist. So um, wow. we got a pretty, yeah, a pretty interesting show coming up on Thursday. So, yeah, we're, we're having fun sex- with that therapist what can they do um there what her focus is is she's coming on to talk to us about women and how to speak up in a relationship and take charge and kind of get what you want um sexually and make sure that you're fulfilled emotionally and 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 everything like that so uh she has a new book coming out so i'm really excited to kind of get into that with her and see what she can teach me for the 99-2000. I'm trying to get my life together. <laughs> okay, well, I would, I'm definitely interested in this because my question is, what if he just can't get it up? Like, what can what you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a front door, there's windows, there's everywhere to, that you can exit the relationship. Oh. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But I will, I will pose that question. I will absolutely ask her that. But we have new episodes every Thursday. So, yes, the Charm School show on YouTube. 
subscribe on YouTube to the Charm School yes. Show, please. Absolutely. Episodes. It's pretty dope, man. And I and I always hit you up about the graphics. And I'll be hitting you up like, yo, how did y'all do that? <laughs> how does this look so clear? What did y'all yeah, use? Like, like Crystal, my co-host on that, she's so good at editing. And to look at our first video versus like the one we put out last week on just trying on wigs in the beauty supply store, like it's just change is so dope and it's so fun to be be that creative and work with the team. So I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Yes. Um, <laughs> but now back to the Sit With Us podcast real quick. A few weeks ago, you had a poly episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. What's crazy is I had a poly episode, I think that same week. Mm-hmm. And there was another podcast who had a poly episode Um I forgot the lady's name. It's my fault. I think, was it Between Us Girls? It, yes, but it was that's, that's what it is. Between Us Girls. Yeah, everybody was talking about poly relationships. We were like, what are we on this week? It was yeah. crazy. It <laughs> so we actually, Yeah, we actually did a follow-up episode and had an expert come to the show because me and Tia were both like, we don't know what we're talking about. We ain't never done this. So um, we were joined by this, uh, another guy. Who, I believe his name was Scoot. And he came on and kind of schooled us on the parties and the get-togethers and how the lifestyle really works. It was interesting. Now, my question is, you didn't know anything about poly relationships beforehand until the expert came. Does that mean, right. did, did you change your thought of, like, is, it's not that bad, or maybe I tried if I was in a certain situation, or are you still on hell no? Uh, I'm absolutely still on hell no. That's never my life. <laughs> But it was really interesting to talk to them and realize that, you know what, they just having a normal relationship. And at the end of the day, they're doing what's best for them. And so it's none of my business. It ain't nobody else's business. (laughs) But uh, no, that is absolutely not my life. And the reason why it came up for us is because I'm on Tinder. Everyone knows on Sit With Us that I'm dating. And so one of the guys who came up on my screen was so cute, so my type. But he was in a poly relationship and he was looking for a third. And I was like, Shit, do I swipe on him? Because he's kind of fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I had to go ahead and let it go. I get you. Because I guess yeah. like you have to be like bi to begin with to even think about those things. You can't just pull like a straight person into it and just be like oh let me just give it a try because then you probably working off emotions of being lonely you know and you're probably going to right. step into something that you're you don't want to you're just doing it because you want something and then i, I don't even know if necessarily you have to be bisexual because yeah. i think it in the guy's relationship that we were talking to like they're separate like he goes and go does things with her and then she knows that hey tonight's old girls night like they they are they're separately live relationships and she dates other men so it's just completely open so oh yeah that okay that's different that's definitely different mm-hmm. from the poly couple that i had they um mm-hmm. I think they live i think well they're married husband and wife and they treat their partner as equal and mm-hmm. i think yeah matter of fact i know i'm not gonna say i think but on my episode they talked to me about how they had a third partner and she was out you know with another guy and what she did was she FaceTimed the couple and mm-hmm. let the dude that she was with FaceTime them. And she said, listen, this is my family right here. And he was looking in a maze. And the guy and the, and the guy and the wife was like, yo, take care of our girl for us because she's ours. And, he's, oh. and the guy was sitting there like, oh, wow. Like, 
what is going on? <laughs> That's so much for a first date. I'd have to get checked, please. That's yeah. too much for me. I'm yeah. overwhelmed. But I think she, but she was just being honest because she just was like, "Listen, I'm gonna do this here with you, but understand, I have something, and this is it, you know." And it was wild when they told me. I'm just like, "Yo, y'all are crazy." I personally can't see myself doing that, but I love to hear stories. Like I love to to to, to just watch it unfold. You know, I think it's dope for those yeah. who are into it to do it. Yeah, jealousy is just too real for me, though. Like, I'm just too possessive, and I need a certain amount of attention, and I just couldn't imagine. Because to me, I, I don't know, most men can't successfully navigate one run relationship with a female, so I don't see how they're going to be successful with two, but more power to you. Well, I, well, the way the couple explained it to me is they're all three equal, and I think that what the guy said, his name is Alamach, he came in. He said sometimes he come in from work and the ladies will be getting it in. And they was like, you know what? Nah, no dick this session. This is <laughs> So he would just, you know, go play Matt in the sun. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. It's not like he was like paying one, giving one um, woman attention more than the other. They all was giving each other equal attention. And uh-huh. that was the gem that I took from that. And that's important, you know. Yeah, so in that relationship, yeah, you absolutely have to be bi, like you have to be interested in that that woman. But let's say that it's two heterosexual women sharing a man. I'm just because that that that's a construct as well. And I'm just like, I couldn't do it because why? Why are you over there so much at her house? Why aren't you over here? (laughs) What's she doing that I'm not doing? Like, it's just too much. Too many variables. That's why I personally think you at least have to be curious about sexual Mm-hmm. to get involved in that so you can be equally attracted to all parties involved to me right excuse me to me that's what i think but if you just got this guy going here going from house to house and he over her house more yeah that's going to cause trouble and that's why i was saying yeah it might not be for you because i don't know your sexual like like i don't know if you buy it or not i don't know that but if you're not it wouldn't work for you because it'd just be a jealousy thing yeah it would be it would be too much because i'd want him here Who's gonna take out my trash if you at her house? Like, yeah, come on, I need my yeah. oil checked. On now you today. done, <laughs> now you done gave up the rhythm, but you can't get your trash taken out. <laughs> right, See, right. I, I can't live like that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh. Um, it's too much. Oklahoma City in Dallas, Texas. How? When did you move to Dallas? Okay, I've been in Dallas for a year now, but born and raised in Oklahoma City. It's only about a three-hour drive from here, 30-minute flight, but um, it's a complete difference, like a a whirlwind. Like, Dallas is just a really growing city. It's a lot to do here, a lot of diversity, and um, I kind of lack that at home in Oklahoma City. I mean, not that we're riding around on horses and stuff, which everybody thinks, but it is definitely a little slower pace, um, and I was ready for something new. That's 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 what's up. That's why when I said from Dallas, Texas, you corrected me. It's like, nah, I've only been here for three hundred something days. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still okay. Feet. Like I'm thunder to the core. Like that's that's me. I can't even stand these playoffs right now, but because I hate KD. But like I, you know, I love Dallas now. I'm starting to love it. It's growing on me. Okay. What's what's Dallas, the Oklahoma City? Like, what's the culture like out there? Like, do do you like hip hop, R and B? Like, 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 what is your? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm hip hop head, R and B. So yeah, what yeah. kind of hip hop is out there in Dallas, Texas, and Oklahoma? Because I know Texas have some rappers. I don't know nothing about Oklahoma as far as hip hop. So what's like the hip hop scene out there? 
Um, it's a little different. Like there are a lot of people who are trying to make it, but the what I hear from from artists there is that they feel a lack of support from like local radio stations or DJs to play their music. What I feel personally is from some of the artists that I know is I don't feel as they're, they're completely invested in their craft. So mm. maybe their audio isn't right. Maybe their sound isn't right. Maybe you haven't been out performing enough, so you don't even know how to you know work the stage and right, <laughs> all this right, kind of stuff. Right. Like there's there's people who I think like the idea of being an artist, but don't actually put all the work into it. So um, there are some people though from Oklahoma who are doing some big things. Um, there's JB. He's actually won an Emmy um, and I think even Grammy nominated for some work he's done with like music with the thunder and he's um okay i've seen him in like in some other publications as like a rising star from oklahoma but um as far as a sound for us i don't know if we necessarily really have a a unique you know sound you know like how you know something's from like new york or whatever like right, that right. like i don't know if if we have that because i think so many people now they just want to sound like what's popular so instead of cultivating what our style is, they are jumping on everything else. Now, as far as Dallas goes, I'm still new to this. And um, there, there are some, some stars here that I like that are really unique. We actually had Sam Lau on our show last week and that's a female MC here. Mm. Um, and she's dope, man. Like her music is very vibey. It's a different approach to the game. And I, I really like it. And I see, I absolutely see big things coming from her. She opened for Lupe Fiasco nice. when he was here just a couple weeks ago. So that okay. that was exciting. Yeah, do yeah, me yeah. a favor. Do me, do me this favor. On the podcast, brothers, we have a segment called Dope and Nope. Mm-hmm. Where you know we put an up and coming artist on, or artist just trying to get on, or an artist just starting, we put them on our show and we let the fans vote, the listeners vote whether it's dope or nope. If you can get me, what's her name again? You said Sam Lau. Sam Lau, that's that's dope. Yeah. If you can get me a track from her or get her to contact me somehow, or just give me the MP3 and tell her that I'll put it on my podcast. That'll be dope, and probably. Possibly get somebody from OKC, just like a track you might have heard. Just point you oh, to yeah. the direction. Yeah, so, so. I got you. I okay. got you. I'm, I'm going to put you on to some stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'll put get you me, on. Get, get me an artist from OKC. I'm going to put it on the Podcast Brothers show and be going to let the people listen. So this way, you know, we can give them a little little bit more exposure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure the only people listening is OKC people. Don't say that because the internet is a thing. So okay, I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'm sure people got. I didn't mean the- that as a diss, but you know what I'm saying. It's like some just type of promotion. That's all. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I didn't yeah. mean that as a diss because SoundCloud right. is is out there popping. Because I got I got to put on. I don't want them to hear this and be like, "Oh, she fronting like Yo, she ain't from Dell CD." You know. <laughs> don't take what I said the wrong way. Everything's love. I'm trying to, you mm-hmm. know, I'm just trying to help everybody just the best way that I can. You know what I'm saying? So if I said something that offended you, my bad. And y'all will deal. Y'all will get over it. Have a glass <laughs> of wine. I know it's early, but go for it. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, I think we like an hour behind. Um, you you said you're recording today, correct? Yeah, so we have an episode today later on this afternoon with the sex therapist. But I'm trying to wrap it up early because the weather is nice here, and I would love a pool day. So <laughs> I, think, I think the high over here in Jersey is going to be 95. My fam just yeah. went to the pool. So maybe after I'm done doing this show, I got two options, the gym or the pool. I don't know which one I'm doing yet. 
I'm always going to go for the pool, but I didn't reach my goals. So don't listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like we got goals to meet. So do I got time to have fun or should I just go back and work hard? Like, you know, because when it actually gets warm, people, I think the gym gets empty. People yeah, everybody the out. Gym because it's so nice. So everybody just wants to go to the beach. But then I hate when wintertime come and you see so many new faces in the gym. And you're like, come on, man. You're not even. Don't be that person. This, huh? Don't be that person. You're the person that makes me not want to go to the gym because I know you're rolling your eyes because I ain't been in six We're months. We're all rolling but... our eyes at each other. <laughs> the gym is the most judgmental. Listen, that's why they got to put up signs. Don't judge. Like, you know, when you walk into a gym, it's signs everywhere. Don't judge because they right. do. It's just right. Yeah, every time I'll be like, "Oh shit!" So now I'm taking too long on your your treadmill because this is the one you use every time. Oh well, you know, deal with it. One thing <laughs> that I hate is somebody's on the machine that I want and they don't know what they're doing. Oh, it gets me mad. Like you're not even doing it right, man. And I'm gonna take time. I'm a YouTube video and be like, "Okay, so is this how I'm supposed to do this?" Okay, I don't care if there's a line. You will wait. I'm trying to get to my goal too. Teach Fact. me. <laughs> you know, wait. Fact. Hey, so. I guess we can get to what we came here for. I reached out to, I forgot where I made the post at, but I wanted to talk to a divorced anybody. I don't know if it was a man or a female I asked for, a man or a woman. First off, mm-hmm. answer me this question. Is there a problem with being called a female? I think there's something going on where yeah, is a bad word. What's that about? Okay, I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, a female, like, to me, you refer to a female dog. <laughs> like, that's a female. Really? Like, but yeah. Like, for me personally, I'm a, I'm a woman. I, I do understand the gender of male, female. But to I think it's because a lot of males or men use it in a negative way. And they're like, man, them females don't know what they're talking about. The females, like, it's always done negatively that we don't, we're like, don't call me that. Do not call me a female. Call me by my name. I'm Kimberly. I'm Kim. Kimmy Inc. Whatever you want to call me. Yeah. But yeah, don't, don't just call me a female because it feels like you are talking down to me versus actually acknowledging, you know, my, my real existence. So I don't know. When I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for it. I don't know when it changed. Yeah, that, that's what uh, I was about to ask. Like, like when did this become a thing? <laughs> um, well, on Twitter, like I, that's when I noticed it. Because at first I wasn't mad about it, and then like there's I followed some some feminists on there, and I was like, wait, you you show right, you show right. <laughs> it shouldn't be coming. <laughs> so I had to I had to get mad all over again. That was our fault. Call drop, but we're gonna pick up right where we left off at. I think we were talking about why why we can't call women females anymore. Yeah, and and I don't know what's the what's the big deal of wanting to call a woman a female? Like it's almost like white people want to use the n word so bad. If we say we don't like it, just be like, all right, cool. I'm not gonna call you that. Like, yeah, like I, what, I what do agree. I do agree, but it's a part of most people's um, vocabulary because. I recorded a podcast the other day, and I wound up calling um, Cherry Poppins a female. And as I'm listening back, I'm like, damn, maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. But there was no ill will in in it, you know, because I was asking the guys here what made them add a female Mm co-host. And as as I listen back, I'm like, damn, maybe I should scratch that part out because I called (laughs) her a female. 
that's different though to me in in, in that respect because you're referring to a role so you're not referring to the female as like you know her individual person if that makes sense you're saying oh a female co-host versus saying oh why'd you add that female you know (laughs) versus using her name so okay i got yeah It can so, be it can be used for something like that, but not the actual person. Don't don't just call me a female. So y'all pulling a nigga on men because <laughs> it all depends on how you use it. Right, absolutely. And white absolutely. people be so confused. Like, wait a minute, you just said it, yeah, but it meant something different when I said it. Right, it's oh, cool. My goodness, that's I what it is. Do it. Respect <laughs> it. Respect it. I got to. I got and to because I don't want no drama. The fact that you're conscious about it, that's all. That's what we ask. That's half the battle right there. Because unlike a lot of men, you're, at least you're thinking about it. And you're like, man, I don't want to be offensive, whatever, right. whatever. Where a lot of people are just like, man, I've been calling females females since 99, and I'm going to stick with that. You know, so I, I give you kudos for that. At least you care. That's exactly how I felt because I was listening to the episode. Like I said, I was editing it. I was editing the, the uh, episode, and I heard myself say it like a few times. Like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to get killed. They're going to kill me for this. My and that's not always a bad thing because, you know, any press is good press. So at this point, yeah. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> go for it. I don't, I don't, I think about that sometimes with uh, just other parts of my show. Like, oh, is that going to be offensive? Are people going to think something about that? And I'm like, whatever. They'll get over it. Next week, they won't even remember. So whatever. One more thing about y'all podcast. I love how y'all always talk about um, what's going on with the president and everything because, my show, I don't do none of that, but mm-hmm. I still like to be informed, and I always listen to y'all so y'all can tell me what's going on in the world. You know, it's like some podcasts are very, you know, important to some because it gives them information that they're not privileged to. Because I see a lot of stuff that he does, and I'm just be like, mm-hmm. whatever, man. I don't like, you know, it's too much to keep up with. But when right, I, right, y'all right. say, I'd be like, oh man, he really did that. <laughs> like, yeah, y'all I love are it. the backbone of it because. Like I said, I'll be watching the tweets and be like, ah, whatever. But when y'all say it, I know it's official. Yeah, and then like that's what I really love my my co-host Tia for because she she puts together the the entire outline and like she was very adamant about hey we have to speak on these these topics and make it easy to understand for people so that they'll want to get involved and want to make a difference and change things. Um, she recently had a baby, so that's why we haven't recorded. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, girl, are you ready? Are, are you, you feeling okay? You feeling up to it? So just to let y'all know, we'll be back in about two weeks. Nice. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. We now, missed it. I know I've been tiptoeing around it, but I'm ready to get into what we really came here for. Um, I'm ready. That's divorce life. Um, you're not supposed to ask a woman her age, but can mm-hmm. you give me an age that you're around? Give me a range from yeah, this. Yeah. No, I'm proud of my age. I'm 34 years old, 34. all the way. And yeah. How long have you been divorced? I got divorced in 2013, so I've been divorced for four years. Mm, okay, okay. Um, is it, that's is official, it, like ink dried on paper, divorced okay. in 2013. Yeah. So, <laughs> does it still bother bother you? Like, man, what did I do wrong? Type of thing. Because I was watching a TV show. Okay, I was watching Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and, and Tammy was like, it took her six years. She just was like, oh, what did I do wrong? Blah, blah, blah. And she was in like a dark place for six years. How did you handle it? 
I do not know if I was necessarily in a dark place for six years. I feel as if um, divorce is a very traumatic experience. Um, eat, no matter who is at fault, um, having to break apart a union in, in that way, it, you just feel it. And um, it was an experience for me because I also had children with, with, with my ex-husband. And so it wasn't just something that I was going through. It was something that I was having to navigate my entire family through. And um, it's, it's not just me, it's my parents, you know, my dad. And now they don't have that same relationship and nephews and all that kind of stuff. So it, it was very heavy. And it, it, it was it was there was times where I was questioning, well, why wasn't I enough or why wasn't I good enough? Um, and then you just kind of start getting back into the world and start dating and everything else. And then you start reminding yourself that, you know what, that experience was exactly what it was supposed to be. It gave me my children that I was supposed to have. And it's teaching me a lesson that I need so that I can continue to be the person I, I was born to be. So, like, for me, I'm continuing to move through it. Um, but I, I'm, you know, still thriving, still functioning, whatever else. But yeah, there were some, there were some really dark periods where it's like, fuck, I don't even want to get out of bed. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Like, all right. Um, are your parents married? Um, they were married for 25 years. My mom passed away, oh, and so man. that, yeah, so that's what what broke their union. But yeah, they they were had a strong, happy, healthy relationship. And so they, me and my brother often talk about it because he's been divorced as well, that they made marriage look dope and they made it look so easy because right. we, we never saw them fight, anything like that. So the first time that we started having conflicts in our personal relationships, we're like, well, sh- that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> right? And so I, I, I told them, I said, I think they did us a disservice because we never had, had to watch them have disagreements and how they worked those out how they resolve those conflicts um and we just thought well shoot stuff ain't right so we leave and that's that's maybe not always the case that's exactly what i was getting at it's like was that picture painted for you to be like you know what you know i'm supposed to be married at a certain age or i'm not supposed to be having this type of like we're not supposed to live together if we're not married we damn Mm -hmm. ain't supposed to be having sex if we're not married not saying we all follow those rules but um so when you get married and you're having these issues it's kind of like this is not the way it's supposed to go and it's right. kind of like reverse for children who grow up who aren't married. They kind of move. They kind of move on easily because they're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, this is what I've seen. I haven't really seen unity. All I've seen is fight. So I guess this is our breakup period. But you had the mm-hmm. opposite. And that's that's pretty dope. But you also had to understand that you had to live your own life. It ain't going to be like mom and dad's. Right. And that was that was a lesson in itself, because like you said, when you see a certain picture. I, I got married young. I got married as soon as I graduated college. So I was like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. And I did that because I was like, well, that's what you do. You go to school, then you get married, then you have kids. And right, <laughs> like right. I was I was trying to follow the blueprint like that I that I did see from my, my mother and stuff. And so it was a lot of pressure because when I'm trying to live this life that, that I that I think is, is is the right thing, but in, inside you don't feel kind of aligned with it because I'm an artist, I'm a creative, and I was trying to shut all that out and just be a, a mom and a stay at home mom and all this, and it was it was miserable. So you went to college <laughs> just to be a stay home mom? Okay, not just like I went to college, got my degree, I did work for about five years, but then there was a period when my babies were so young that I was like, I'm gonna leave this and stay at home and that's actually when things took a turn in our relationship um when when that happened so yeah it's kind of funny 
But as soon as um, we had decided that I was going to stay home and devote more time with the kids, um, he was like, okay, well, in order to do this, I'm going to take another job. And I was like, all right, you sure? You sure? Because I can stay at work. And he did. And I think that brought in more stress um, financially and everything else to our relationship that allowed other things to kind of creep in that ultimately brought the downfall. Okay. So what, what was your pain threshold? Because I don't know who's to, I'm not saying whose fault it is or who's not. And I'm not going to just talk to you and make it seem like he was at fault. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure y'all hurt each other. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. during the marriage, what's your pain threshold? Because you say, well, so death do his part. But then you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I can't do this no more. So what was it? For me, because I, I'll be honest, it was infidelity was one of the main causes in our relationship that, that brought it apart. I mean, that, that tore it apart and it was on his on his end. And I definitely do not say that he is completely at fault for the relationship because I always say for me, cheating is not enough to end a relationship. We've discussed this before. That's not enough of a reason to leave. But for me, it was super hurtful in the way that it was dealt with. Like I didn't feel as if there was enough um, remorse. And because of that, that was that was it for me because I was like, well, shoot, you ain't gonna do this and then make me feel bad, oh, <laughs> like wow. I'm not like I'm not worth an apology. Yeah, right. And so I'm just like, no, um, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a beat. I'm gonna take some breaks, <laughs> and then we're right. we're gonna see. And I, I that's when things started coming back to me um, about about who I was. I was like, wait a second, wait a second. I do have passions. I do have things I'm trying to accomplish and things I want to do that I had subdued and suppressed to support you. And encourage you and push you and i haven't even been taking care of myself and so uh yeah that was that was my, that was my threshold it was like i didn't feel as if i was like wanted really do you believe from your experience and others that age played a part like what i'm saying is do you think it was too soon or do you think that if if y'all were just if he just played his part and you played your part it would have worked like does age matter to me, age matters. Okay. Uh, I, I I tell young people now all the time. If I see, I'm like, ooh, no, mm, don't don't do it. Because the woman I was at 23 was a completely different woman at 30 when I was getting divorced. Like I had just changed. Life had changed me. My my goals, everything had changed, and I didn't even know who I was. Even me at 34 is different than 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 30. And so I think the older you are, the more comfortable you are with who who you are. <laughs> and that's important in, in, in both roles in the relationship. He didn't know who he was and I didn't know who I was. So how are we going to come together in a union and be able to have a, a, success, a successful partnership? Because we both sitting here fighting each other internally. And so um, that that to me is why I always say, now wait a little bit. Try to try to figure some things out because it's stressful if you don't know what you want to do with your life or your career and you trying to figure that out with somebody else. Like I say, try to have as much stuff in place <laughs> because marriage and dealing with another person's attitude alone is already going to be stressful enough. So it's it's better if they have a little less baggage coming into it. That's a fact. Well, I'm not going to say it's a fact. It's it's our opinion that <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, being at a certain age, because in your 20s, you're, you're, you're still growing. You know what I think it is? We get caught up in that I'm an adult now thing. At mm-hmm. We're still children. We're still kids. We're still growing and learning, but I just think we get caught up in that I'm legal, I'm official now that I'm 18, 19, 20, and then we want to do all these adult things. And there's some marriages that work, 
um, from that age to on into infinity and forever. But you change so much that in the next 10 years, you might not be the person that I married. Right. Absolutely. And even even though when you get married older, too, I, I have to keep that in mind that, you know, we are not stagnant people. We're always going to be changing. So you have to be in that mature space where you're willing to grow with me and love me in, in these different stages of my life. Because I'm at, at 40, I'm going to be a little different, too. And so so you, you got to be willing to grow with a person. But I think at, when you're that young, you, you still don't have it together. And uh, there's a part of me that always wishes I would have listened to my favorite aunt. Aunt Janice from Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton, New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, she's from Trenton. And that's she, where I'm at. Oh, oh, really? Tr- Yo, okay. shout out to oh. Aunt Janice. Shout out to Trenton. Shout out to Aunt Janice. <laughs> Aunt Janice walked me around the block the night before my wedding. She was like, baby, I will buy you a ticket. If you want to go, you do not have to do this tomorrow. And I was just like, I'm, I was like, no, I'm grown. I know what I'm doing. Da, 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 da. But she knew because she had been married for over 20 years. She already knew at that time that, nah, Kim, you might not want to make this leap right now. But is there, it is what it is. Is there really a difference between boyfriend, girlfriend, engagement and marriage? Because, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you know, people are happy for you. But as soon mm-hmm. as you say, I'm about to marry this person, they be like, wait a minute. You might be doing too much. Well, holla, holla, holla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm engaged, so I don't really know, but I'm just like, what is the difference between... Have you felt a difference between, like, since you guys were just boyfriend-girlfriend to versus once you pop the question, do you feel a difference? I felt... I feel more free. I feel more accomplished as a man. I felt Mm -hmm. like the things that I was doing before didn't really make me a man, besides raising my children, but there's certain things that a man needs to do, and that is provide raise for his children be a protector and i think that me being 33 i'll be 34 in a few days a oh happy the, birthday yeah thanks a lot of the other things that i were doing had nothing to do with me being a man but when i finally do something that's manly i felt it you know so when i put the mm-hmm. ring on i said oh i feel something <laughs> i feel that's good so it I, I feel better i just don't know what it's like oh my god you actually proposed not saying anybody said that but people mm-hmm. actually say that like okay you know i'm in a relationship with this person you know we're having <laughs> right. sex you know we have children why can i marry them <laughs> like, right yeah. yeah especially because we are in a in a different age as well because you had mentioned earlier about you know following your parents rules well my mom was a virgin until she got married of course no living together all that kind of stuff so there was a, a different path it was marriage sex then babies and family and all that kind of stuff whereas we kind of just do you know we do us (laughs) and we live like so it it does make it a little more confusing but to me there was an absolute difference of when we and him were just living together versus once we were married because it's it just changes the the air in the room like like it's like like that's my husband that's my mate that's my person that i'm connected to legally everything you know what i mean like there ain't no me just really just walking out the door and being done you do have this you know it's 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 more real and to me one thing that changed too was the sex the sex was way different and i always tell my friends married sex is different than just boyfriend girlfriend sex and not not in a bad way either like to me i felt like it was better i felt i said because because you y'all know i love me some jesus i said god likes it when we having sex now because i feel like he done sprinkled something on this like to me it just felt 
it, it felt, it just felt better. It was just different. And even now, after I, you know, have been divorced and I've been dating, I've had sex with other people. It's just like, I can tell the difference. And I've had amazing sex with other people afterwards, but it's, it's still not the same as when you were in that, that, that union to me, to right. me. And it, it's hard to explain, but it's just, yeah. it's just something different. To, to me, one thing that could change that I don't think is fair if you have friends or if there's or if there are things that you like to do or like to go and it's cool in the relationship when your boyfriend and girlfriend and then when you get married they tell you hey you know what i don't think you should hang out with this person anymore and i don't want you going there anymore i think that's the thing and i don't like that i'm not you know mm -hmm. i just see that happen so when people say things change i don't like that type of change because if, if if you allowed me to be friends with these people before Mm -hmm. I should be able to be friends after. Do you agree or do you not agree? Oh, no, I absolutely agree. And that, you, if you would, were to talk to my ex-husband, that would be one of his reasons of a problem with me because I struggled in that area of changing because my friends were my friends since, like, junior high. So, like, we're, like, more than friends. That, those are my, that's my family. Right. And so, for me, it was hard to be, like, when they're like, hey, we're taking a girl's trip to Jamaica or whatever, it was hard for me to be like, oh, I'm going to sit here on the sidelines and not go because those are my sisters. I want to I want to be in the mix still. And I realized that we were just intrinsically different in that way because I'm social. So I want to go out. I want to I want to do things and you just want to be at home all the time. And you knew that about me when we were dating right. that I was out. I was out and about. And that's where you met me. You met me out. Right? Right, right. So, so I don't know why you thought that that part was going to change. And now that it's a problem for you when, I mean, I've always been th this person and I invite you. Like, mm. I'm not just going to go out to the club or something, not tell you to come with me, come with me, dance with me, buy a drink. Let's dance on this table together. So, but, <laughs> right. Yeah. Down that's for that. a fact. So, so you believe in, cause I believe in this still having your own hobbies and friends separate from the marriage because i know earlier you said that you stopped doing what was best for you like your hobbies but i'm right. sure that that's changing now so when i do get well when you get married again listen homeboy i got hobbies that i like to do and i need time for that i'm going to make oh, time absolutely. for you but this podcast charm school and any other thing that i like doing it's not going to stop Right. It's it's going to happen because not only had I suppressed my my hobbies, but even my friends, they will tell you I did start eventually start pulling back because I was like, well, he's going to get mad. And then I had older people telling me, well, you know, you're married. You can't be out there with the single people. And I'm just like, well, what? They got a disease. I can't hang out with the people. Hey, but you know, that's the thing, though, you know, yeah. Uh, married people tend to hang out with married people. That's that's another thing. And it's in. But you know what? It is fun to be around other happy couples. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. I don't think yeah. you have to be married. But when you're around other positive couples, you can get inspiration from them. Because if you just two people on your own and you're having issues, you might not know how to work through those issues. Mm -hmm. And you'll never know yeah. that the, the couple next to you might be going through the same thing. But then you sit back and you listen to how they might have handled it. And you're like, okay, yeah, I, I didn't think of that. But yeah, married couples do do that. You know how many weddings I've been to that I really don't see these people anymore because they just disappeared right. off the face of the planet. 
it's crazy and it's just like yo we can still connect we can still right. do things you don't have to sit up in the house and just stare at each other all day like get out and i i i'm one who really encourages having a separate separate thing that fulfill you because i think it's very um difficult to expect that all from one person to fulfill you and give you every ounce of joy that you need in your life so you need to have some other stuff going on and i'm clear about that even in dating guys do you have stuff to do do you have a hobby because i'm busy so i right. need to make sure that you're busy with something too and you're not expecting me to just fill up your love bucket all the time because i can't bro i'm busy my next but. question <laughs> my next question is what is it going to take for you to say yes again i'm like because i'm pretty sure just because a guy gets on his one knee and proposes does not make it an automatic yes even though we see a lot of yeses you know what is it going to take for you to say yes this time? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I've, I've been definitely thinking about it because I am very, very, I don't want to say picky, but I just know what I want now. And I, I like have a real list. And so it's, it's going to take a different type of guy to be able to deal with me and to deal with um, the woman I'm becoming. And so yeah, he's got to be really strong, really confident, um, tall, have dreads. No, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was about to put out a little advertising. Yeah, you know right? what I'm saying? For your <laughs> listeners, you know, follow me at Kimmy Inc. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, no, Good it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm working, working. But no, like, I just, I will have to really, really feel it and pray about it. And because I don't want to get divorced again because it sucks. Right, right. So, like, I want to make sure that it's, it's a really good person. And so, I don't know. There's a lot of pressure too. I don't. I'm kind of avoiding your question because I don't know how to answer it. But That's there's cool. a lot of pressure in I the fact that I have. <laughs> yeah, I have two little boys right now too. That because that my ex-husband is remarried now, has a new family situation going on, and so like they are always looking to me like, okay, mom, when are you? Uh, when are you gonna do that? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, mom's still dating right now, and that's right. not. And they're like, well, he was a nice guy. Yeah, but he wasn't the one. He, he wasn't. But you know what? This charm school and these podcasting is, is definitely putting you out there in the life of people. Like, and hey, hmm, this you know who's Kim? You know, let let me you know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that regular nine to five, and then you got to get on the app like Tinder. I think you're on Tinder, but you know, yeah, you're yeah. actually out and about, and you're you're active, and you're a positive person, and a man can actually look at that and you know be interested because. More than likely, he listens to podcasts, or he's a podcaster, or he mm -hmm. likes to film. Because um, basically, one of the jewels that I got was one of the best things you can do is find somebody that has the same interests as you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You see, you see couples who work out together. You see couples who eat healthy together. You see couples who, you know, maybe you might, maybe your next man to be a podcaster. You never know. Well, and that's what I, I, I feel like my, he will, <clears throat> excuse me, he'll absolutely be a creative because my last husband right. was a preacher. So we were, we was oh. different. We was way different. Wait, 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 wait. Your husband was a preacher? Yeah. He was, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Preacher, man, you was out there cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know people like preachers because they're charismatic and stuff. Like odd women in the front pew. Oh <laughs> like, my you know. goodness, man! I don't know what's worse—the preacher or the rapper. Good <laughs> gracious, man! They used. You know what? I'm I'm off that. I didn't know he was a preacher, but maybe that's yeah. my fault or everybody's fault for holding preachers to a higher standard. Maybe we're not oh, supposed yeah. to. They're humans too. 
Absolutely, because I always say that too. I'm like, yo, he's still a good preacher. I was like, and he still knows the Bible and all that. But he also proved that he's human, just like everybody else. He ain't Jesus. He, he just bringing the word. So that's a fact. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I got anything else. We've had us a nice 45 minute conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shoot. I feel like this was a good therapy session for me. This was awesome. Thank nice. you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> goal is really, you know, you know, to, I guess to help you to give me some input and for people going through things to actually listen. That's what I use this platform for. You know, the podcast mm-hmm. brothers is the podcast where we just wild out, have drinks, and have fun. This is my conversation podcast. You know, right? And I just hope that people can take from it and. Um, if you're going through something, you know, you're, you're not alone. Divorces happens all the time. Hold and life up. happens after divorce, yeah, too. <laughs> right. Like you, you, you don't have to be down. You don't have to stay in that dark tunnel. Get, get your life. Go see the world. There's things to do. Facts. That is a fact. Um, and you got to show that you're going to be recording later on. So I don't want to hold you for too much longer. Um, well, thank you so much for having me on. I, it's always a good time recording with you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Like, and 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 this Skype call is very dope. I think you said it sounds clear, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds really good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, we're about like to use too. this on set with us. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Oklahoma City. Shout out to Dallas. Um, I look forward to hearing some of that music you want to send to me. Yes, I got you. I got you. Um, you want to plug anything before we go? Uh, just to let you all know, like I said, sit with us. We'll be back in two weeks. So be excited about that. The Charm School show, new episodes every Thursday. We just posted a new episode. So ladies, if you're listening and you want to learn how to get your summer wigs right. Yes, I said wigs. Um, watch the last episode because it was really dope. Um, but the pr- on YouTube. Yeah. At the Charm School show. And that's school with a K. But if you just follow me at Kimmy Inc., you'll see all my stuff. Nice. All right, well, this was the 700 Block Podcast. I'm Flaw 700. Once again, thanks, Kim, for stopping through and dropping a little um, marriage slash divorce gems. And I'll see you guys later. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.